day, Barbara. Hello. <laughs> What's new with you today? Uh, I, I think I might have to find a new future husband. Oh, what has happened? Oh, uh, well, Irish fish might be sick of my, my shit. <laughs> <laughs> Finally? <laughs> well, I, I've been saying no to his money request for quite some time now. Hmm. Um, but I'm entertaining myself while doing it. Okay. Um, so he asked for money and I didn't really know where to go with it. And after you suggested that I should have a crisis, um, I did just that. I did not reply to his money requests, um, for quite some time. Did I, I don't remember if I updated folks since last week. Um, he did send me a bank account number and I contacted the bank where the bank, where the bank account number is from to let mm. them know, um, that someone is trying to get me to send them money. So I did talk to their loss prevention, um, people and, uh, they were quite thrilled to find out that I was calling them before sending money. <laughs> um, they did mention that unfortunately they talk to people when it's too late most of the time. Mm. Um, and then they were quite uh, entertained by me telling them that I was just stringing this fellow along the whole time. And uh, so that was that was fun. But anywho, so um, I didn't know where to go with it. I thought maybe I'd tell him that my bank couldn't send it to his bank, but I didn't want to, to alert him that I had said something to um, the credit union where he wanted me to send the money. So I just didn't do anything for a while. And he reached out and, you know, honey, what's going on? Are you okay? And uh, that I was on my way to the bank to transfer the funds that he requested. And I was hit by a driver who ran a red light. And I have broken my leg and pelvis. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so um, then he was supposed to leave. Um, to come back to the States. His plane was supposed to leave on Saturday. And so, of course, I said something like, you know, I can't wait till you're home. And he keeps talking about how he's going to come and be by my side and take care of me. Um, other than Columbus, he doesn't know where I live. Mm. So, you know, early on, he had said he was going to fly straight back to me. So, assumably, he was flying into Columbus. But, again, he didn't ask me beyond Columbus where I live. Anywho, so um, I send him the typical messages every so often, you know, can't wait till you're home and and all of this. And I figure this is where the next thing is going to happen because that's where the last crisis happened for um, the other architect. And sure enough, he too gets arrested trying to leave uh, Turkey and now still needs me to send money because now he's been arrested. Turkey is a dangerous place. <laughs> I'm telling you. So that Turkish delight they talk about, is it worth going to prison? I don't think so. No. But anywho, now he needs me to send money, still needs me to send money because now he can't leave um, jail until I'm allowed to send money to pay the workers and then he's allowed to leave the country. So what he told me was they had confiscated his phone and all his travel documents. However, they have allowed him 
uh, access to his computer so he can communicate with me so that I can solve this problem for all of them and uh, send the money. How strange to have a laptop in prison. (laughs) Uh, I was thinking so as well. But so we just keep going back and forth and, you know, uh, I keep telling him basically he should handle his own problems like I am. Oh, he's going to buy me a car, though, when he gets back to the States. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, because um, I my car was totaled and I'm incurring all these medical bills because I was on my way to the bank to try to help him. So he's going to take care of my medical bills and my car, even though insurance should do it. That's how much he loves me. So I let him know that I do not need him to solve this for me, that um, I can handle my car and he should be able to handle his own business too. Yeah, that might be done. (laughs) (laughs) But I would like to rewind a little bit and um, give some appreciation for your photo shoot at the doctor's office. (laughs) (laughs) He has, I have not had the opportunity to even send those photos. So I did have a doctor's appointment um, the other day and... um, So before I went to the doctors, after I had told him that I was in this car accident, I was searching for pictures of car accidents. I was searching for pictures of women in the hospital uh, because I wanted to show him something. However, I fully believe that I am talking to a group of people um, or that I'm talking to the same people over and over. I'm not exactly sure. Mm. But I know that I've told at least one of them what kind of car I have and what color it is. Mm. So I, you know, was going through looking for beige cars and looking for things that make sense. Although they send me pictures in the middle of the night when it's, you know, daytime in summer (laughs) um, and think I don't catch it. But anyhow, so I was looking for all these pictures and I came up with some things that, you know, maybe this is passable. Then I went to the doctor's office and I see the thing of gloves and the sharps box on the wall. And wait, I'm in a paper gown. <laughs> so, uh, so when you see this picture, just know I'm fully naked in the pa- <laughs> at the doctor's office. Uh, so I, yeah, I took some photos. Um, so that that's the closest thing to in the hospital I could could muster. And uh, look legit to me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I haven't I haven't had the need to send them. But you never know. I now have pictures of me, quote unquote, in the hospital. <laughs> That's the best. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I may be overthinking it, but at least my stories are legit. Yes. I put some thought into it. You keep your facts straight. That's right. <laughs> Well, and I had someone had asked me before, um, because of course I've talked to several of these people. um, I give them real details about my life, not specific details, um, but general things. And they're like, you know, oh my God, you're telling them, you know, what's really going on in your life. And that's the only way I can keep my story straight. And so, I mean, they know I have two grandkids. They don't know their names. They don't see their pictures. They don't, you know, know where I live. Um, hell, most of them don't even know, don't even ask what my last name is. I do have a fake last name for them when they ask, but I think only one's even been given that. Hmm. So, yeah, give them real information with 
anything super specific deleted. But that's how I keep my story straight. Because <laughs> my story is pretty much true. Yeah. All right. Well, I thought that I think I would have missed the opportunity at the doctor's office and not thought too much about it. But I love how you're on your game and <laughs> taking every opportunity available. <laughs> well, what was funny is, like I said, I, I was in my paper gown uh, with nothing but the paper gown on. <laughs> and uh, I was at the doctor where it had to open in the front, too. Um <laughs> So I'm taking this picture and I'm sitting on a stool leaning up against the wall opposite the door. So if the door opened, it oh was my. going to be a really weird picture. Because it's the doctor stool, you know, the one yeah. with no back that's low to the ground that they sit on. So I'm sitting on it, <laughs> leaning <Cold>. back, <laughs> very chilly, leaning back, trying to look like I'm laying in a bed. So if they walked in... I wouldn't have needed to get up in the stirrups. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So yeah, I entertain myself well. You go all the way for <laughs> these guys. I don't know. There's a whole new appreciation level for sure. Well, and I'm sure I could probably wing it and get away just fine with what I'm doing, but you know, go big or go home. That's right. <laughs> Oh, has the bank called you back or no. been in touch with you at all? No, um, they had called me back initially just to get um, some more information that same day, but I have not heard back anything since. So mm -hmm. I'm guessing it's just yeah, you know, they did what they wanted to do. And well, at least to give the person who had that bank account some warning that you know if this is a real account and really your password and information, somebody else has it. That's good information yeah. to have. Well, I'm guessing since they wanted me to wire it in, it probably has something to do with this group of shady people. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I, In hindsight, I wish I would have gotten maybe an extension for the person in loss prevention so I could call her back. Because she made, um, I know that I made her day. <laughs> and uh, I think that she may have been a really good person to get some additional information or maybe even a uh, zoom call with, but mm -hmm. I missed that opportunity. Maybe you can call and I mean, it's, that was like a smaller bank. So I think that might've been maybe I don't to get a, get a hold of her. I don't know. I mean, they had plenty of locations. I, I know they're based out of Florida, mm -hmm. um, but I mean, I guess I could call and just say, Hey, I need to talk to this lady in loss prevention. Mm -hmm. When I called, loss prevention was not even an option to get to. I had to get to regular customer service first. So mm -hmm. who knows? We'll see. Yeah. Maybe I'll get additional information. I have to call her back to give it to her. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry about your future husband. Ah, that's all right. He was a little too pretty for me anyway. <laughs> There will be another, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. Um, Michael, the orthopedic surgeon, did come back around again. Uh, we have been matched two or three times. And um, he, of course, is fake. Uh, as soon as he came around, I liked him immediately. He liked me back. And the second he sent me a message, here comes a message from the uh, the website saying he has been flagged. 
So I don't know if they, you know, have his IP address down or whatever. So literally, as soon as I get a message, they're shutting him down at the same time. Mm -hmm. So last week, the uh, scammer, scammer guy on TikTok, Mm -hmm. I don't know, I I should know his name. Brian Stanley, I think is his name. Uh, Dirt Road Comedy is his website. That's all I know. Um, But he is... He's got some catfish people going on, but he also is has been contacted by these people saying that they are with the FBI and they're issuing grants, but they he needs to send them some money. And somebody sent him a photo of an FBI badge and it was Fox Mulder from the X-Files. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's that's great. And and he didn't send them any money? No. <laughs> That's really funny. Yes. So, like, the most well-known FBI probably photo that is out there right. is the first, like, that's the first one that would pop up on Google. I'm going to use that one. <laughs> that's really funny. And, and why is the FBI giving grants? That doesn't even make I sense. I don't know. I don't know. Yes, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that scammer scammer guy, he's pretty funny. He is funny. I have asked him to be on the show and I've not heard back from him, but maybe someday we can get him on because he is he is funny and he has t- tales to tell. He does. Now his people are different than mine. Mine are long game scammers. Yeah, his are quick. He had one that lasted a long time, but otherwise they're pretty fast. Yeah, his are let's, you know, we're going to give you comedy gold every day. Yes. <laughs> They're mine, you know, I got I to gotta work at that mine for a while to get a little nugget of funny. Yeah, I don't know why that is. Um, and I'd like to have him on and talk about the differences between male and female fish, for sure. And, you know, I did ask uh, one of my tenants if he wanted to be. I asked him if I could use his pictures um, to create a male account uh, so I could try to catch some of the female catfish or or who knows if these people are even males that I'm talking to, but I wanted to see what it's like on for the men because they have to get it harder, heavier, faster than we do. And, uh, but after that, we've not had many conversations since, Oh, (laughs) which I find really odd because he was all about coming and getting the updates. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then I said, make sure he told me he it was okay to use his photos. And then I said, make sure you ask your girlfriend first. And then I have not heard back. Because <laughs> I don't want to get him in trouble. No, like have to explain why his picture is on a dating site. Right. right. No. <laughs> so that's why I'm like, make sure you ask your girlfriend first. And then he hasn't stopped by for an update. So mm. <laughs> I'm guessing she said no. Yeah. That's a wise thing to do, really. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, part of me wants to just get, you know, I could go online and take anybody's photos, but because that's what they do. But I don't want to. It's an unsuspecting person who doesn't know their photos are being used. Yeah. I I guess I could go to, you know, like photo bucket or whatever and get those stock free things. But I don't want to do that. Mm -mm. I want somebody to know that, hey, I'm going to try to catch fake women on the Internet with your likeness. Okay. (laughs) and then they can be at the ready for dumb shit later when you need a photo of a specific thing yeah (laughs) 
And none of them have asked for any of that stuff. But, you know, I haven't either. I mean, I've kind of asked for, hey, why don't you send me a picture while you're out today or while you're at this place, send me a picture. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes they surprise me. Like Hungarian Fish sent me a picture of him and what would have been his daughter. Mm -hmm. Um, So that one surprised me. But yeah. Um, So every once in a while they can pull something out of their, you know, where that (laughs) fills the request that I asked for. So interesting. Yeah. The life you lead. I don't really don't know how you have time for it. (laughs) (laughs) But thank you. (laughs) Um, Well, I luckily I'm able to do it in between things. And, you know, I don't have to worry about putting too much thought into sentence structure or punctuation. Oh, that's true. (laughs) That's true. So anything new with you? Um. I didn't tell you this beforehand, but I'll tell you this right now. So you will be shocked and amazed. So um, two years ago, three years ago, uh, 2017, the crime rates here in Columbus were sky high, um, the worst ever. And um, I was on a crusade to do meditations for the city of Columbus because there was Many studies done about the benefits of meditation to bring down the crime rates. And I tried to get a meeting with the mayor and that wouldn't work. And I wrote the dispatch and the Columbus police and nobody was having none of my shit. Like they did not want to hear me. So that led me to the radio station where I do a free meditation now. Like that's the best I can offer Columbus and nobody will talk to me. So whatever. And uh, about a month ago... Uh, while I was watching the news, getting ready for work, there was this man from the city council that says, hey, we're looking for out-of-the-box ideas. We're having, you know, four or five of these town halls. You guys can all come in and give your two cents of how we can help, you know, kind of heal Columbus. Oh, okay. And so I did not do anything in the last meeting, um, and this is tomorrow. And uh, I meet with somebody that keeps me sane uh, every two weeks. (laughs) And I said, you know, like, I feel kind of wonky because I don't want to do this anymore. And I'm having resistance because I still feel it would be good for Columbus. But I don't think I'm the one to do it. I'm on to other things. This podcast, there's lots of other things that I want to do. But I feel bad in not saying anything at all because this is such a big deal and nobody is taking the more simpler route. They're like trying to invent these really off the wall, like, you know, I don't know, way more expensive ways to go about it when all you have to do is sit down and hum for 15 minutes. Like, it's really that simple. Can we just do this? Um, So he kind of, he was, he really pays attention to my words, which sometimes I hate, and like this time. And he's like, why would you choose the word resistance? If you don't want to do it, then it's a no. So why is it pulling you? Resistance means you're attracted to it. And, you, and I'm like, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Stop paying attention. Stop paying attention to me. And so I um, went down to my office after that last Wednesday and I found the form and I filled out the form and then I didn't hear anything 
all weekend, all last week, all weekend. So I'm like, whew, they didn't get my form, but I did what I was supposed to do. Well, the I email did. came today. Oh. <laughs> and what did the email say? It just gave the link and you'll have three minutes to speak. And that's basically it. How to log in and you got three minutes to speak. Oh, and when is that? Tomorrow, Tomorrow. at 5.30. Okay. So... I kind of am nervous, but then sort of nonchalant at the same time. Like I spent some of the day going through all of the studies and to give proof. And then I'm like, why do I need, like, they can research this themselves and like, whatever. I did look at the, also at that time frame, the other thing that really stood out, January 6th. 2018, uh, Mayor Genther asked all of the, well, 200 church congregations to pray for Columbus. Okay. And after that, the crime rates lowered, which is basically the same as being mindful. It is collectively agreeing on an outcome is what prayer is. So the crime rates were down 28% that year. Wow. So... Kind of the proof is already there for Columbus and people aren't putting it all together in that way because, you know, those woo-woo people over there like me, you know, they're trying, they're looking at other methods. And my method is just one path to all of this mess that needs cleaned up. So I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if it's going to be me or whatever, but I'm going to say my three minutes of whatever. And as of this moment right now, I have no idea what those words are going to be. Well, I'm sure you will. The spirit will move you and will come up with the great words to say or good enough words to say to get your point across. I know that our city needs something. Our city needs to heal. That's what I know. And uh, our whole country needs to heal. For sure. But just blaming blaming people isn't the way to make it happen. No, coming together and finding common ground. And there's going to be differences always, but it doesn't have to get ugly and it doesn't have to be separated and it doesn't have to hurt. Nope. Yeah. So that's what I'm going to do tomorrow. And uh, yeah, I don't know what will come of it. Well, I think if nothing else, there's going to be other people listening. Um, If it's a town hall style, there's going to be other people listening. So even if just a few other people hear what you have to say and think it's a good idea, even if they take it back to their churches or their book club or whatever and say, hey, this crazy woo-woo chick we're talking about, <laughs> we should meditate for the city. I'm going to not maybe use, I, I might use the word meditate a couple times, but people, there are some Christians that feel that meditation is clearing the mind and then allows demons to come in. And I, I've only heard that from a couple people, but meditation does have a religious connotation to it. And what the meditations that I do for the radio station is not religious at all. I don't think there's any one religion that is absolutely right. So 
that is not the goal here is to rain down any religious pretext or anything on anyone. Atheists can meditate as well. True. So that's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to shoot for and we'll see what happens. So just so you know, it would make me really happy if you were like, Sitting yoga style, you know, cross leg and um <laughs> while while you talk to them. That that'd be awesome. I will not do that. Okay. They'll probably take you less seriously if <laughs> yes. you do that. But it would be awesome. <laughs> so when I was talking to the man who keeps me sane, if that's what you can call it, I'm not sure that I'm sane, but who keeps me together. I was gonna say, <laughs> if that's the expression you're putting out there, I might have to see. <laughs> Might have to have a talk with that gentleman. (laughs) So when I was talking to him about my resistance, um, Marianne Williams came to mind. And if Marianne Williams would have gotten the presidential nomination, the difference between the old and the new would be so big that it would be night and day and the world would be in chaos because every things that happen in incremental steps to a goal are kind of better than an instant change. And then everybody is in flux because the change is too big. You know what I mean? Yeah. So for her to run for president to get people to see a different way might have been what her path in life was to be is to give people who were paying attention to her an alternate view of what could be. And so maybe that's my role in this to just put it out there and say, blah, and then let them do whatever it is. And I'm kind of okay with that. Three years ago, if it wasn't me that was hired for the meditation, I would have had a big problem with that. You're not going to, I'm not going to bring this to you. And then you hire some other person. Oh, gotcha. Like, so now I don't even care. Like this is, here you go. City of Columbus. If nothing else, if this is something that they decide to take on, at least you can quietly sit back and, uh, and of course, all of our bright side of crazy listeners and go, oh, that was Rose's idea. (laughs) And then just, you know, this not smug, you know, smile about you, but just, that was me. You're welcome. (laughs) Just move on knowing that you, that you put it out there. I put it out there. I'm doing what I can. And I will still do my meditations on WCRS. Either way, you can always meditate with me every morning. So what is? And just so you know, I every every weekend when I, I sleep in my guest room on the weekends, and there is a <laughs> clock that has a definite tick, tick, tick. So I try that, you know, okay, I'm going to clear my mind. I'm going to listen one, two, one, two, one, two. And then eventually I'm like, what am I thinking about? Why am I one, twoing? And then it goes somewhere else. So I try, I, I, I'm in baby step trying. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> but then I find myself like, wait, I'm on 13. Why am I counting <laughs> shit? That's okay. And then I try to, no, don't actually say the one, two. Just know the one, two. And then, I don't know. <laughs> so I do try. That's awesome. <laughs> My mind is either fully clear or I can't clear it. Clear to the point of, duh. 
You know, when I have to use the Google machine to come up with the word that I can't figure out. Yeah. That's when my brain is too clear. Uh, okay. Let's talk about the word okay. Okay. I, <laughs> all right. So random stuff just happens to be on my Google page every now and then. And this one came up last week. And so it was the history of the word okay. 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 And we use it in so many different ways. So now the word okay, okay, or the okay that we text people. Did I overthink it? Yes. Sorry. The letters okay. Um, the word okay, I don't know when that came to be. Okay. But okay. <laughs> the letters okay. It started as a very early viral joke. This I found hysterical. It was printed in 1839 in the Boston Morning Post, and it was a satire article about grammar. And it stood for O, all correct, O L L correct with a K. And so back then, they had a whole abbreviated language in the newspapers, maybe because typesetting was expensive. I don't know. Oh, okay. But sort of like how we take shortcuts now with LOL or whatever. That symbol. And- yeah. So other examples of their abbreviations were RTBS, remains to be seen. ISBD, it shall be done. SP small potatoes. Like there was a whole other language. And so in this satire article, they purposely spelled all correct wrong and used O L L and correct with a K because it was a satire article. Gotcha. And it just took off. It was just okay. All correct. Huh. An early viral joke. <laughs> Well, I'm just surprised that here we're using all this text shorthand and we're shortening all these words and... That drives me crazy. It's not new. It's not even new. (laughs) Not new. It's old-timey. Very (laughs) old-timey. WTF. Right? Mind-blown noise. I know. I'm so annoyed I use LOL every now and then, but I I spell my words out and use punctuation and... I do too. We are just stick in the mud people. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. The more you know. Okay. It could be a Saturday morning. <laughs> the more you know with a rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> or if you're a Mo Rocca fan, it's the Mo you know. Oh, I love Mo Rocca. Okay, random article number two. I have three of them. Random article number two. We are random not, so <laughs> I'm ready for it. <laughs> this is especially for you. Oh, Miss Tree yes. Hugger. Okay, so there was this study done in a German town with 10,000 residents. And the study found that the residents with trees within 100 meters of their homes were less likely to be scribed to be prescribed antidepressants, including those who were in impoverished areas. I can see that. I often find myself looking at the trees. 
Yeah. So bigger cities with more trees have less depression. More green space. We need more more green green space. space. More trees. I think most cities are starting to put them back in, um, not for depression, but it definitely helps. It does help. I I love a good tree hug. I know. I love that I'm teaching my grandson to hug trees. (laughs) (laughs) He loves them. And he loves smelling flowers. When we go to the grocery store, we cannot get past the entry without smelling at least three flowers. (laughs) Well, both of my granddaughters have already learned to lay on the ground and look up at the tree. Mm. My neighbor has. I do not have any majestic trees in my yard except for a pine tree. Um, That, guys, remind me around September, I need to find out how you can donate your tree to, you know, a municipality for their, you know, state house or... Oh, that's a good idea. You know, the Rockefeller. I, this tree's got to be 50 feet tall, if not taller. And one of these days, it's going to fall over and hit the house across the street. Mm. So, if I if I donate it, I think they cut it for free, too. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyhow, so I do not have any deciduous trees um, in my yard. So I just have the one pine tree and it's not even cute. So, um, I have to look at, I have to covet my neighbor's tree, <laughs> but it's, it's huge, huge silver maple. So we mm-hmm. lay in still in my yard, but we can look up at it and watch the leaves turn and they like it. Mm-hmm. So everybody got to go plant a tree, watch it grow. Okay. The third is for me. Because it's the funniest thing ever. (laughs) Okay. What is your funny rando thing? (laughs) So last Friday, and we're doing this a week early. So this is the 29th of January this happened. The Texas Department of Public Safety sent out three Amber Alerts. And the abductor was described as a male in blue denim overalls, a multicolored striped shirt wielding a large kitchen knife. This sounds familiar. <laughs> and the child, his name is Glenn Ray. That name sounds familiar. <laughs> it was from the seed of Chucky. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> this Amber Alert had pictures. I've never seen an Amber, Amber Alert with pictures, but there is apparently in Texas has pictures. And so this was the test um, image and message, and it was not meant to go out to the public, but oh. it went to the public three times on Friday. Wrong button, wrong button, wrong button. <laughs> there was an apology issued. I don't know if anybody was fired, but I think that's awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> I was concerned when you said there were three Amber Alerts and it was funny. I was like, what? Rose has lost it now. (laughs) Missing children are not funny. No, missing children are not funny, but that was funny. Yes. (laughs) Chucky is funny. Chucky is funny. So my oldest granddaughter is a redhead. Mm. And at one point, my daughter thought it would be a good idea to dress her up as Chucky for Halloween. Thank God she did not, because both... uh, my granddaughter's father and myself were like, absolutely not. Cause I didn't want her walking up to someone's door and like them kicking her. <laughs> Cause Chucky's scary. So yeah, no, no Chucky. 
So I used to work at the eBay store and dolls and clowns are not my thing. Right. But there would often be porcelain dolls and these old antique clown figures in the store. And often I would be in the store by myself. I did not hide the fact that all of these things needed to be in the bins and put away before everybody <laughs> left. Like that was like the A number one crucial thing. So we got in the Chucky and Chucky's groom. What What's her name? I don't remember her name. I don't Whatever. remember. Mr. and Mrs. Chucky. We got in. <laughs> And I was playing with them, and they were, like, looking at me like, Rose, what is wrong with you? And, like, these don't bother me. And they're like, what is wrong? I don't understand. And so we happened to have a Barbie car at the same time. So, like, they were in the Barbie car. That's where they lived until they got sent away. But those didn't bother me. I am backwards. I know. So the scary dolls that are meant to kill you, yes. you're not scared of them. <laughs> but the clowns and the porcelain dolls that are meant to bring you joy. Yeah, I can't deal with those at all. However, at that store, we got in a marionette. Um, and it was a freaky fucking looking marionette. And there is a, still a picture somewhere of this thing. That one of the workers did put in, there was a door from the main store back to where we would ship boxes. Mm -hmm. And he put it up there as I was turning off the lights. So I didn't notice it going out. But when I came in in the morning, right above the, there were like the warehouse shelves that was the whole back part of the store. Oh, okay. Before you got to the door where all of the bins were. And that stupid marionette was up there with a paper knife. He fashioned a paper knife and put it up there. And I, oh. Ah. That's yes. funny. Yes. Well, that, that particular day. The doll looked like that particular co-worker. So he took lots of pictures with it. That's funny. The joys of my past lives and all of the things that I have seen. <laughs> well, speaking of taking pictures, um, so we don't have this picture up anywhere yet, but there is a hat um, that I have put on. And uh, when I dressed up as a human COVID, <laughs> COVID uh, swab, and it is, it is a large, poofy, white hat. Um, so as I was getting out my winter hat, uh, for the snow, I realized I could probably put it on top of the COVID hat. So I am coming up with new ideas, um, for, for photos. <laughs> you always have great ideas. <laughs> none of the, none of these ideas are netting us a million dollars, but I'm keeping us yeah. entertained. Well, I think that once things open back up and it's not so cold and we have some energy, right now everything's sort of low energy and mm, true. So I'm looking forward to spring. Yeah, me too. Yeah. We're just not being, even cold doesn't bother me. It just seems to be, you know, like the last time we went adventuring, it was raining and 
I guess, no, our last adventure was cold and sunny, but Mm -hmm. our last successful adventure (laughs) was raining. (laughs) And we've got nothing but snow in the forecast for a week. Yeah. So what do you have to talk about this week? Um, well, I discovered something new I want to try, and uh, we can do that on air at some point, but Coca-Cola has a new product. It is Coca-Cola with coffee. Hmm. So um, they have three different, well, five different varieties, but three flavors. So there's dark blend, vanilla, and caramel. And then the dark and the vanilla have a zero sugar option as well. But they are, uh, so it's coffee and it's a Coca-Cola product in a can that has a coffee flavor as well. Um, So it's a 12 ounce can. So far, I've only been able to find that Walmart has it in stock. So I'm going to go and check it out, though. Reviews have been mixed. Some people say it tastes has a very mild coffee flavor. Others say it has way too much coffee. But the one thing that I am kind of getting from all the reviews is it tastes like Coke. So if you like Coke, you'll probably like it. If you don't like Coke, it might not be your thing. Is it just, is it carbonated? That is my assumption. It did not say one way or another. Carbonated coffee is weird. Um, but honestly, I don't know. Mm. I didn't think about it. Being that it was Coke, I assumed that it was, but it did not say that it was a carbonated beverage. Hmm. So I do not have a a good answer. I guess we'll find out. We'll find out. Um, So I am not the biggest fan of Coke. I am. um, But I am a big fan of coffee. Mm -hmm. So this may be good um, for us to try together as a Coke liker and a coffee (laughs) liker. Um, Yeah, I don't. I, I, I will never pick a Coke over anything. So, um, but I did like back in the day when you could get, before they had vanilla and cherry Coke, when you would go and get a fountain soda yeah. and they would add the vanilla or the chocolate or the cherry mm-hmm. syrup. I used to really like a vanilla Coke that way. So maybe, maybe it'll still be good. Maybe. Yeah. So we'll have to try them and uh, we'll let y'all know. It seems pretty new. I didn't see any reviews that were more than like a week old. Okay. So it must be brand spanking new. So we'll have to make a trip to the Wally World or order some. And uh, but they're a dollar eighty-eight for a twelve-ounce can at at Walmart. That seems expensive. It does, especially since you know coffee costs like thirty some cents. You know how I am about. <laughs> you know how uh, frugal I am. <laughs> You know, if I'm buying Coke, it's going to be a 24-pack on sale with a coupon. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, for uh, for experimental purposes, we'll go ahead and we'll make it happen. Yeah, I don't foresee that being something that I would need to go to every morning. No. Mm-hmm. But I guess if you are a Starbucks drinker, you're already spending more than that. So if you're that kind of person that goes for, you know, a flavored coffee or something every day, then you're still better off. Mm -hmm. But I do know some people that do drink soda in the morning instead of, um, instead of coffee or anything like that. Mm. 
Okay. I'm still drinking as much water as possible. You know, this time of year when it's cold, I have a really hard time drinking water. When I'm at home, not a problem. When I'm out, you know, I just can't. I should, but I don't. I'm not drinking enough. All right. I got to tell on myself, too. Speaking of what I'm not doing, <laughs> I am really good about avoiding temptation. Mm. Like, I have a box of cookies and I have cookies in my house that are not unopened. They can stay there for six months unopened. I crack that seal and they are gone. <laughs> so this past weekend, um, bakery cookies at Kroger were on sale for $1.99 for a 16 count. Now, these are the bakery cookies that are all soft and like yummy. Mm-hmm. So I bought limit five. I bought two. Very good. There are still some. (laughs) (laughs) So I get them home. And of course, I have my granddaughter over on the weekend. So I kept them in the Kroger bag with like hamburger buns on top. So they were they were there where you could find them if you looked for them. But they were not just like, hey, look, grandma's got cookies. So I I even went as far as you can open the side of these containers without breaking the paper seal. So I took, (laughs) yeah, I took a cookie out of each so that I, if I needed to, I could say, look, they're not even open yet. Grammy hasn't opened these yet. Um, But she caught me with a cookie and she's like, is that a cookie? (laughs) And now she is not a cookie eater. She's a candy eater, not a cookie eater. So she only ate one. So I can't even blame her. Um, but yeah, I'm down to not too many cookies. I did freeze some. I have, I think, nine frozen because they do freeze and thaw well. But yeah, I ate <laughs> way more. I had more cookies over the weekend than I have had all year combined up to this point. Wow. Yeah. Well, I would like to tell you that I did amazing this weekend. Well, good. I had baked fish and green beans and smoothies like no crap at all none not even a box of raisins that i bought in case of emergency snacking no well the my (laughs) strawberries that i bought are still safe they're still sitting there (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i I even exercised this weekend. I had the grandchildren. So, well, same. So, yeah. (laughs) So, I went back and forth and back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and bent up and up and down and up and down and up and down all day, all weekend. So, I get my steps and my squats in when the kids are around. Because, you know, when stuff hits the floor, grandma's the only one that knows how to bend over and pick it up. Right. Um, That's not, that's not true. But I like them picked up when, before I walk through the room so that I don't. Do the splits because I don't get up like I used to. <laughs> kind of had to bust on myself. Well, it happens. But I know what I know my limitations. I cannot have cookies open at my house. I cannot be trusted. <laughs> I cannot be trusted. Especially when I'm sitting there with a cup of coffee. Like, hmm, nice cup of coffee. What would go well with this? A cookie. Oh, wait, I have them. 
So I did, I was getting kind of hungry yesterday. We ate, we ate a really late lunch. And so I started getting hungry about nine o'clock at night. And, um, cause we had eaten lunch about three and that was the last time I, I guess it was four. And, um, so I started getting hungry and I was like, it's kind of late for dinner. And of course, you know, cookies are calling to me from the kitchen. So I did make myself a ham sandwich. So. Okay. <laughs> I tried to be better. I'm making, I'm trying to make better choices. I do really good most of the time. You do. You know what else it was hmm. when I went to the doctor on Friday? I was three and a half pounds less than at the scale at home. Well, that's good. So that was probably it. I was like, oh, look how good I've been doing cookie time. (laughs) (laughs) See, I just figured that out. Self, uh, subconsciously, I gave myself permission to eat four pounds of cookie. (laughs) Cause I went to the doctor Friday afternoon Mm -hmm. and I bought the cookie Saturday morning. I thought about avoiding them, but I didn't. Yeah, I just know my waistbands are not feeling quite the same uh, last week. And I'm like, okay, this needs to stop now. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. We need to we need to make some changes. And not the, the baby steps was cool for a month, but it's almost February. So it's time to like really be serious. No, it is February. It's definitely yeah. time to be serious. <laughs> Yeah. But it's Black History Month, so maybe we should try more peanut butter. What? Yeah, George Washington Carver. He Oh. Was- <laughs> <laughs> this is not where I was going, but okay. It was like, hmm. You put some chocolate around it, it turns into a Reese cup. <laughs> All right, you stopped me on the peanut butter. I'm just gone. I'm just done now. Didn't expect that one, did you? No, no, I didn't at all. So, because we did not have, um, there was one African American student in Woodbine, Iowa, and he was adopted by the high school math teacher, but he was much younger than me. So in Iowa, you don't really get, um, I mean, there were signs for Black History Month for February, but there wasn't studies about it, really. Uh, It was all Native American stuff that we, um, that we studied. So George Washington Carver is just one of those random facts that I happen to know. Gotcha. Because there wasn't a lot of things we were taught in school about African-American people. That, um, I'm glad that you said that. There was a quote when I was looking into Black History Month um, that says, the mere imparting of information is not education. True. So that reminded me what you said just uh, reminded me of that. Um, But I was looking into Black History Mm -hmm. Month and um, the gentleman who had said that was um, Carter G. Woodson, who he and another group, um, this group that he was organi- 
this group that he was associated with, big words, um, actually created Black History Month. And it started as Negro History Week. And it wasn't actually until 1976 um, that presidents deemed it a, f- a full month on a regular basis. Wow. So the idea started in 1915, and then it was in 1926 when they actually came up with the Negro History Week. Um, but And they did that because both President Lincoln and Frederick Douglass' birthday were both the same week. Um, that second week of February. So that's when it started. And then now it's now it's a whole month. That's awesome. Yeah. But yeah, so you were already on your way up before it became a thing. Mm-hmm. A national thing anyway. So more on that. I've got some uh, got some ideas for Black History Month that we can do some things with. But okay, you brought that up and that it's like, hey, you me. <laughs> Yeah, there's lots um, to talk about. And since I have been more aware and paid more attention, like the movie Hidden Figures, like I had no idea no. that any of this happened. So there's a lot of hidden figures that really shaped the United States and made it what it is that could not be spoken about or had to be hidden and it it's just really sad so i would like to share some of those stories maybe next week yeah i was kind of looking at some things and of course you come across the people we already know about or have heard about and that's what i wanted to find is some of those hidden stories as you said mm-hmm. um of course every nationality has and every part of our history has people, unsung heroes that really, you know, all the cogs in the wheel uh, that make everything work. And uh, we can showcase some of them. Yeah. That'd be good. That would be good. Yeah. We'll do that next week for sure. Yeah. Sounds good. So what are the bright sides for this week? Bright sides are I still have all my money and have not sent it overseas awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's a bright side that everything old is new again and we get to learn this by the history of the word okay okay if we just pay to pay attention to history a little bit closer I think we can get on these viral trends a little bit faster. (laughs) (laughs) When was the word, when did the word viral trend even become a thing? I don't know. Because I was surprised when you said there was a viral trend from the 1800s. Well, they called it a viral joke. Oh, a viral joke. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a thing. It's a thing. Well, they do say history repeats itself, so this just shows... Well, here we keep coming again. So what is some old timey thing that we just need to bring back? We'll have to research on that. Yep. So this was 1839 when this viral joke happened and they were using these abbreviations and like we are now. 
So I feel like when I was growing up in the, you know, 70s and 80s, that was not a thing. I don't know. I mean, if you weren't doing shorthand as a secretary, you were writing out words. Right. Um, I mean, we had, well, what was it? Um, what's that talk to you? Teddy Ruxpin? Oh, there was TTFN. Talk oh, for yeah. now. Things TGIF. Like there you go. Yeah. Or if you were a diehard Prince fan, you would know that his fours were number fours and U was the letter U. Like, he did it. What? Yeah, Prince, when he would write anything or the oh, lyrics the word, to like his song. F-O-R. Is the F-O-U-R was, no, was the number four and U was always the letter U. Oh, okay. He did that. But he was an artist, so. Well, that just shortens it. That makes sense, though. I would have been able to figure that one out. Yes. More on Prince next week, too. I love Prince. I know you so do. So much. Uh, get a tree and don't be depressed. It's another bright side. Uh, I'm not going to guarantee that you, if you have a tree, you won't be depressed. But <laughs> trees make people happy. Trees do make people happy. And uh, thank you, Texas, for giving us a laugh. You're pretty <laughs> awesome. That is not normally a state that I think we expect laughs to come from. I want to meet the person who wrote the fake public service announcement. Just like sometimes you need to like put a placeholder in like when we got new software at work and we were testing it out, you know, like the Jane Doe and one, two, three Mulberry street. Like this person was just creative and went the extra mile. (laughs) Probably just for their coworkers. Yes. Yeah. No, that's funny. It is funny. (laughs) I like it. (sighs) Ah. And you people are awesome. Thank you so much for continuing to tune in. Tell your friends. Don't keep all the laughs to yourselves, really. There's plenty of us to go around. (laughs) (laughs) That there is. (laughs) If you have stuff that you want us to try. Yeah. Within reason. (laughs) I realize I just opened myself up for a lot there. Um, Places you want us to go. Things you want us to review, research, let us know. If you just want to come in and talk to us, we want to hear what you have to say. Come laugh with us. Come laugh at us. (laughs) (laughs) Email us at hello at brightsideofcrazy.com or rose at brightsideofcrazy.com or barbara at brightsideofcrazy.com. So until next week. Bye. Bye. Hope you have an okay week.